and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Barry. This is season one, episode three. Chapter three, Make the Unsafe Choice, written by Duffy Boudreaux and directed by Bill Hader. I gave this episode an 8.8 out of 10. Another strong one. It looks as if we are starting to see a trajectory of Barry staying in LA and working for the Chechens, which I can now state because I listened to it like 14 times on another documentary. <laughs> I was watching, I was like, oh, that's how you say it. Before we begin the recap, wherever you're listening to this podcast, it's your iTunes or Apple iTunes, Apple Play. I don't know what they call it nowadays. Uh, Podbean. Anywhere else you get your podcasts, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for uh, Barry or any other shows that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. We get a voiceover of Jean, who is talking about acting. We all act. Women with incompetent lovers and a few other examples. Jean was also barred from Patrick Swayze's funeral. They used to be friends, so he name dropped them, but they conveniently fell out. And it was such a fallout that he was banned from his funeral. I swear, Jean, Moss, and Noho Hank are so up there for me (laughs) in this series of just delights to see every time they are on the screen. Speaking of, Noho Hank calls him to say, hey, about that assassination, we need you to hold out just for a second because for dramatic effect, we are sending the Bolivians a bullet via DHL delivery so that they can get in the mind of their enemy. So he he tells them to, to hold off on the assassination. God motherfucking damn, I'm tired of niggas, god damn it. I'm tired of niggas. Barry, understandably, is not trying to hear that. He's like, you don't mean that. I just need you to wait for my DHL confirmation. Paco was a good informant, we find out. So good that they need to kill him before he informs to the Bolivians that he informed on them. Or anyone else for that matter. And this whole bullet thing is something bizarre. Has been trying to stick the landing on for a while. Though I expect that it was Noho who had this idea and pitched it to Gorin. Gorin comes into the garage to excitedly relate that Lucky's replacement is famed Stovka. When I was young, I saw him coming out of discotheque and flung a cigarette at a bird and knocked it out of the sky. Nigga, 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 nigga. I'm 200% Fuchs wants to know how this affects his and Barry's situation and Noho Hank says we will probably kill you but I haven't checked with Gorn yet who is being less obvious with his answer I've just about had enough of you Sally gets a call from her almost agent Mike who tells her she got a role but doesn't really know what it's about while she makes money apparently being a princess for birthday parties Barry is pissed he has to watch his target make an obvious target of himself while he does nothing and gets an alarm for acting class that he decides to go to. Pizarre is also rather obvious about his intentions for Fuchs and Barry 
once old man stovka shows up he's being treated like a celebrity everyone's taking photos with him he's like that's going up on the wall and giving goran's dad's gun because he would want you to have this before just asking to sit in the garage loach finds the connection he came running out moss 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 between ryan and Pizar by pointing out that they were training aka fucking he needed to keep saying because she was like motive fucking and since ryan didn't have much of a life outside the gym or acting class they assume or uh hypothesize that possibly the one that killed the chessians chechens see i already messed up maybe defending him and is in one or the other of these locations at acting class gene asked people to come up and act out a scene in which they are tangibly or tangibly bringing the audience into a space i don't know much about acting but this 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 seems to check out nick is the first one who goes into his bedroom he said what are my what are my sister's dolls doing in here (laughs) sally what's in the eight pits apes barry can't imagine anything other than soup in a grocery store with his hands defensively in his pockets the entire time sasha thinks he's got mom issues but this is interrupted when loach and moss show up wanting to speak with them about ryan's death fuchs is trying to talk stovka out of killing him and barry by offering him women in cleveland to give him blowjobs laughing at the preposterous idea that that man is 45 and i would too he doesn't seem to understand he is depressed as he has nothing to live for and his assassinations we find out aren't voluntary that's one of the charms of this show they have a lot of dark commentary but they dress it up in a very comical and digestible way because i thought this whole thing was sad it was a look quickly into the the actual lives of some of these people everyone's celebrating him he's killed hundreds of people and his first words is that his entire life death is the only thing that's ever uh been a a continuous cycle and the only way out is one way and those are his dying words my whole life ever since a child is death and he kills himself hey bro what oh my god do you think fuchs was really that was that uh self-absorbed in that moment that he didn't understand what was happening because he certainly looked away and you heard the gun cock so while he was shocked it did seem like he was genuinely shocked that it had happened i'm like how did you not pick up on the fact that this man is in a great deal of emotional pain loach and moss interview in gene's office several of the cast members (laughs) 
It's like course curves. Curves? Curves. Curves. Like curves. Oh, curves. Why couldn't he just say curves? <laughs> he said, uh, one of the actors that Ryan was his wingman. I was, you know, the stick. Noho's gif of hang in there, buddy. Bullet almost there had me dying. Dying. Gene. I once interviewed for the guy that broke into Full House with a loaded Beretta. Did you get the part? Oh, they freaked out. Oh, 911 now! Gene tells Barry that he's getting in his own way. He needs to release himself, give himself over, and that he's going to send him the script for Mamet. And he needs him to release the cat or something to that effect. Uh, Sally tells Barry she booked a gig with her pickpocket Mike with the pickpocket Mike who will be her agent once he confirms her booking what what the fuck she gets him to drive her when she gives him that YT pout and I now know what YT is supposed to be an abbreviation for I learned that today (laughs) Jean makes a pass at Moss I, I was this came out of nowhere and I was dying it just starts leaning on the door like hey I've done a lot of uh sit-alongs and I can tell you you check all the boxes what the hell did you just say he said I run this place I'll call you <laughs> Gorn reveals to Fuchs his family would be very angry if they discover Stovka killed himself doesn't know why he killed himself and thus will hide the truth as it will destroy them giving Fuchs the perfect opportunity to exploit him a bit and his insecurity. He's like, I'm very surprised that you're insecure, but this works in my favor by offering up Barry as the solution for him to become a permanent hitman, especially since he wants to stay in LA. Sally goes over lines with Barry, who is smitten enough to be her yes man, but is dismayed when she goes into the the audition to see skinny live whom she worked on and unfortunately titled boston bombers <laughs> tv show that never aired she learns she is the lead actress of the show that she is auditioning for and it was her that got her this opportunity despite many not thinking she was right for the part and she blew it Fuchs continues to work Gorin by asking what his objectives are while he is uh, chained to a chair. <laughs> he has a, uh, not chained to the chair, but he has a, a neck brace on to a chair. Gorin says that the Bolivians have a stash house with much money that those mean but statistically shortest nation <laughs> on earth. <laughs> Bolivians have in their possession he tells him to take what he wants it isn't theater but business noho hank comes in to say the bullet was delivered but goran tells him to let the adults talk he's like okay okay i go tell barry then i don't know what's wrong with you what's gotta stick up your ass fuchs encourages Pizarre to take something from this cristobal not even gonna pretend tend to pronounce his last name seeing as both men are goofy aka crazy 
take the stash house and when he comes to la kill him all courtesy of barry back at the audition barry gives the kill signal or gets the kill signal for paco confetti included sally tells him not to handle his life because she needs him (laughs) then acknowledges oh i'm just being a bitch but you're saying it in a way to dismiss your bitch behavior so that you seem contrite but you're not really and he does finally recall his duties and puts his foot down while goran's man pulls out the biggest fucking camera ever to take two photos of them (laughs) and then uh, sucks his teeth at a woman who's looking and you need to mind your damn business bitch while waiting for his opportunity to to take his kill shot with the bullet he gets a call from noho hank who's like is it done yet then he hangs up on him because he considers him unprofessional to listen to sally who has decided to blame Liv, think it was thinking it was all a setup instead of her own raging jealousy at the idea that she would play her mom she's young and beautiful and fresh and she's older and (laughs) looks it wanting to be with her barry says fuck it and decides on a sloppy strangulation just seconds away from an outdoor party the entire time paco does say something in spanish to him that he does not translate because he's too busy listening to the entire rant of sally's as he drives over and the two have sex he recalls paco's words said to him in spanish which sally translates as you don't have to do this after she asked do you know what that means or he asked her do you know what that means i guess not which he doesn't seeing as he killed the man then had sex dreamed of a future with sally in a grocery store buying soup and gum and only recurred what had happened after all that so i thought this a really good interesting background possibly on barry as well maybe there is something going on with his mother i'm eager to learn more about that but i'm also excited to learn that he's going to continue working with i I didn't know how they were going to tie it in but i figured they were so i I like the fact that they it all became serendipitous so that is the conclusion of our episode if you want to send feedback on our next recap like our couch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic